TikTok is where you go to make friends with people you don't know. And Facebook mm-hmm. is where you go to lose friends that you do know. <laughs> <laughs> everybody welcome back to voices from the mausoleum in today's artist interview i have tyler lamp with me um and we're going to talk about some really cool stuff that tyler does and what motivates him what drives him what he loves and uh i'll let him introduce himself well like she said i'm tyler lamp i'm an artist from salt lake city and you pronounce my last name lamp like a light we just went over this a lot of people <laughs> pronounce it incorrect so they think that the h has to be pronounced in the name so it would be lamp yeah it's actually lamp like a light the h is silent so that's an insider tip so if i see you at a show or if i see you in person and you say tyler lamp or lamp i'll know who the true fans are (laughs) that's right yeah (laughs) cool Um, so tell us what kind of art you do so i never really know how to answer this question i primarily do pen and ink but Mm -hmm. as for like a specific category Mm -hmm. i i don't know what it is i don't know Like if you would just say it's like surreal, abstract, uh, mm-hmm. comic book, yeah. painting. Like I don't, I don't know like what the exact category it is, but yeah. I kind of just draw what I want to draw, and I hope that people connect with it the way that I connect with it. Yeah, you. Uh, it seems like just from the stuff that I I have, and then the stuff I've seen, you you kind of do a like a lot of fan. Like you have a, I feel like you pull from a lot of places. Like, yeah. yeah, there's some horror stuff. There's tons of dinosaurs. There's Alice in Wonderland. I saw, you know, you've got like a Five Nights at Freddy's thing that you've done. Like you kind of uh-huh. do a lot. Yeah. So <laughs> I have, um, I obviously do a lot of fan art and stuff like that because yeah. I'm influenced by a ton of that stuff. I love, yeah. I love the old vintage stuff. I love 80s and 90s. I'm a 90s baby. So yeah. You know, the 90s is very influential to me. But then I also yeah. had, you know, uncles and cousins that were mm-hmm. 80s babies and 70s babies. Right. And yeah. so as I'm growing up, they influenced me to all the stuff that they loved. And that included, yeah. you know, sick comic books and awesome yeah. movies, Alien, Aliens, Terminator, yeah. you know, all these, the labyrinth, um, yeah. never ending story, all these things. So like I pull fan art from a lot of these things and a lot of those movies really inspired me and and you know kind of like uplift me and just get the juices flowing and they've done that since i was a little kid yeah Mm -hmm. and then and then as i've gotten older it's just kind of expanded into other stuff so Mm -hmm. i do do a lot of fan art i do a lot of the like you know never-ending story yeah jurassic park you said Mm -hmm. five nights at freddy's yeah so you know stuff like that is is really cool to me and it's really good this is advice for artists that may be watching yeah. Uh, fan art is awesome because there's already an established connection with your with the audience. Yeah. So if you can do if you can take a character that people already love and do a version of it that doesn't offend the character. Sure. And makes the character, you know, like you see the character how you see it or how you want to see it, and you put that out into the world. If people connect with that, it's it's a great way to pull people into your audience because they're going to like your style. They're going to like your vision. 
But then, you know, my favorite stuff to do is, you know, my personal stuff, you know, oh, the, yeah. the weird stuff, the creatures or just the animals or abstract. Just I like to do like that's the stuff I love. I love that. Yeah. Stuff. And the dinosaurs, too. I love dinosaur stuff. Yeah. But yeah. the the pop culture and the fan art that really that really pulls people in. And if you yeah. can if you can hone that and capture whatever your favorite character is, your favorite icon is yeah. in a way that other people resonate with, they're going to mm -hmm. love your style. They're going to love what you do. And then chances are they're going to love the weird stuff you do too. And so, yeah, and, the, yeah, yeah, I can say that's a hundred percent actually what happened to me. I don't remember yeah. what the first thing was that I saw, but the first thing that I got was one of your alien shirts. Uh-huh. The Xenomorph. That one's the Xenomorph. And then the other thing that I got this, I think this might've been the first, cause this was what I was like the most excited about, but the pterodactyls. Yes. Uh-huh. So because I'm a huge horror fan, I was like, yeah. that's the coolest thing I've ever seen. And I like had to have it. And then I think by chance I may have seen this, I may have seen this after I went to get these, but, uh -huh. and then it led me into following you everywhere and looking at your other, you know, the other stuff that you offer. So that's a hundred percent true. You're right. Yeah, and it's and and you know, like, I mean, I'm just repeating myself, but that's just like a great way to yeah. find people because people really, it's really hard to draw something that's super your own and put it sure. out there and have yeah. people be like, "This is sick," "This is a character I've never seen before," but I resonate, yeah. I res reson resonate with it. Yeah, and so I'm gonna keep following them, and that happens all the time, but yeah. it's way easier to see something you like. And like the way somebody did that. Yeah. And then go and in then, and dive deeper. Yeah. No, I can see that. Yeah. And the the ter the pterodactyls are some of my personal favorites. Yeah. There, yeah. There's there's some of my absolute favorites. And I want to keep adding to them because I, yeah. I did the main icons that you know everybody knows, but I still yeah. want to add I want to add Ghostface, you know, and I want to oh, add Oh yeah. You know, I want to add a few more of those iconic characters just yeah. to keep that pterodactyl collection going going yeah mm -hmm. it's a really it's a really cool way to kind of do some of the things that you do that aren't related to anything else that you do that's just you that's just tyler and then uh -huh. adding in those other things it's i loved it yeah that was i, I must have i don't know probably like a facebook ad or something that i had seen but i was just uh -huh. like immediately it was like i have to have that like I yeah. loved it. Yeah. That's so cool. That's so yeah, cool. yeah, yeah. Um, are you did, are you like self-taught? Did you go to school for art? Um, I think that question's always hard to answer. I think primarily you would say I am self-taught. Okay. But everybody's had some training in some form, right? Hmm. I mean, you've I mean, I don't know any artists who have like never been taught anything ever. Ever. You know? Right. Sure. So like we all take art in middle school. We all we all take art in elementary right. school, sure. kindergarten, uh, or whatever whatever your school system is. Um, <laughs> but primarily, I would say self taught because nobody was teaching me the stuff that I wanted to learn. Everybody wanted right. me to draw pumpkins. You know, they all wanted me to pastel an apple. Sure, and was, that stuff is so boring to me, especially yeah. when you keep taking art classes, right? Because mm -hmm. if you like art, you keep taking art classes sure. and you'll do, you know, art one, art two. Mm -hmm. In high school, there some high schools, there's AP art, yeah. advanced placement yeah. art, commercial art, calligraphy. Mm -hmm. There's all sorts of different art classes. And then you get into college and you have figure drawing and you have design and all these other ones. Yeah. Uh, 
but I noticed that every time I'd advance to another art class or to another art class or to another art class, I would be drawing pumpkins again. And it drove me <laughs> bonkers. Like how many times, like how advanced can these pumpkins get? Like they're so boring, <laughs> you know, they're so boring. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, like, so I needed a class that would teach me what I wanted to learn. So there sure. are certain, there are certain places that I went, um, but it primarily was just like emulating things that I loved. Like when I was a kid, mm -hmm. I would pause. I mean, now it's part of the DVD bonus, but I had to go mm -hmm. to the library and rent the making of Jurassic Park. It was a separate <laughs> VHS movie yeah. and I would rent it and I'd watch it on my parents' giant TV that was like, it was like the cages <laughs> at the zoo where you have one glass pane and then mm -hmm. there's a space and then there's another glass pane. And oh then my an gosh. Animal. That's yeah. what the TV was like. That's right? what it so, felt like. <laughs> yeah, that's what the TV was. You had one pane right here and you had another one and that was the TV. So I would watch the Jurassic Park or the making of Jurassic Park and I would pause yeah. on my favorite scenes or I'd pause on um, the concept art that they would show really fast. Right. I'd try and rewind and catch it before it, it went away, yeah. you know? Yeah. Pause, yeah. pause with my yeah. giant remote that's like this big, you know? <laughs> And uh, I would just sit there and I would try to draw it as best I could as a, as a kid. And, um, and that was hard. It was really hard to try to emulate a picture from a VHS through a double pane TV because it gets <laughs> kind of distorted and you get the tracking lines and all sorts of stuff. Yeah. And so that stuff was hard. And then as I got older, it was, you know, comic books. I loved, sure. I loved the inking style and the color styles of comic books. I thought it was so yeah. cool because yeah. to, yeah, to this point, I'd only seen you know, movie concept art for the mm -hmm. most part, or like right. picture books, because I would just sit in the dinosaur aisle in the library and just pull out <laughs> all the books, yeah. right? Yeah. But yeah. those are all those are all more traditional paintings where it's it's an mm. actual painting. So that's what I would try to, you know, draw. Yeah. When I got into comic books, it's more stylized, right? It's more like yeah. pen and ink with usually digital coloring, but not always. Oh, right, yeah. Um and so like, I kind of go that route and, you know, and like try to do some of the styles that they were doing. I, I like, uh, it's very apparent now, if you look at my art, cr I love cross hatching. Like mm -hmm. I cross hatch the bejesus out of everything. Mm -hmm. Um, and I just love the texture that it looks. And I got that from comic books. I loved yeah. the way that cross hatching looked in comic books. And so I tried to take that and make it work for me, it, yeah. you know, cause a lot of crosshatch, there's so many different ways to crosshatch or stipple or any of that stuff. So, so yeah, so it just kind of evolved. Um, I trained or self-taught. That was the original question. I'm, I'm getting way off track. <laughs> no, your answer, you're, it's, it's all part of the same thing. You're good. <laughs> right. So, so like, so, so in a way, self-taught, right? I'm not like, yeah. taking these classes, but I'm also trained because I am you know, watching these videos of how people are doing them or, yeah. or to do digital coloring. I, I, I couldn't figure out how to do it. So I'm like, um, when, when were you born? Me? 88. 88. Mm -hmm. Okay. So, you know, like Photoshop, <laughs> like it wasn't <laughs> super available until like late two thousands, you know, 2000. Yeah. Like I couldn't get my, like, I could not, I remember in, in middle school being like, how the hell are these guys coloring comic books? I don't yeah. get it because yeah. it would be smooth. I, I, there's no like, 
everybody's like it's blending markers i'm like you're full of it there's no no like, way <laughs> these are yeah. like flat there's no streak there's no nothing no texture um, no nothing yeah and and you can't you can see the comic books that use blending markers and they look phenomenal when people are yeah. it adds like a really really cool texture to it yeah but i was really i was really inspired by spawn i okay. thought spawn was the the bees knees that was the best comic book <laughs> <laughs> and uh i loved it because they didn't hold back todd mcfarlane and greg capolo and all those guys they, they didn't hold back the details were phenomenal mm -hmm. the way they kind of caricaturized caricaturized all the yeah. characters to add yeah. tons of vibrant expressions and make the monsters super animated and super stylized i really liked that and yeah. um and uh where was I going with that? Oh no. I really talking about that. access to Photoshop and not being and wanting to learn how to do it. And... That's that's right. So yeah. so Spawn used a ton of the digital coloring. Yeah. But I couldn't figure out how they are doing it until yeah. I I don't think I actually got a copy or a what did I say copy, like a version of Photoshop mm -hmm. yeah. until two thousand and nine. You know, I was born in 1990, so that's almost 20 years mm -hmm. that I'm just like, how are they doing this? <laughs> it's magic. How are they doing this? <laughs> you know, and I would ask like my art teachers and they had no idea. They had no clue. And it wasn't until I finally found, his name's Brian Ham Hamberlin. I think it was Brian Hamberlin. Mm -hmm. um, he had online, he was selling, he still sells them and they're phenomenal. They're called digital art tutorials. Okay. And I, I think it's just digitalarttutorials.com. And I found okay. him just looking for stuff. And mm -hmm. he's one of the colorists for Spawn. Oh, okay. Um, and during the heyday of Spawn. So for me, Spawn issues one to 150. That's the golden era. Okay. After that, they like switch artists and they keep switching direction. And, it, and yeah. it's still a great comic, but it's not the same to me as sure. issues one through 150. Those are just phenomenal, especially yeah. when. There's an artist named Angel Medina that comes in uh, just after issue 100, and his, his style is so cool. Um, okay. But uh, when I find when I found Brian Hamberlin, I was so stoked because he had a digital art tutorial. I think it was thirty or thirty-five dollars, mm -hmm. and they were CD-ROMs. So you would order them, and they'd send you the CD-ROM. Like it wasn't <laughs> now where you just, just download, download it. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, and I had to keep these like pristine, right? Because it's like, oh no, if they get scratched, I'll never be able I'll to never be able to again. <laughs> yeah. And yeah, but I was so stoked because he had a tutorial called "Coloring the Spawn Way," and I was just like, "Yes, this is what I've yes. been looking for." <laughs> yeah, I've been looking forever for this, forever, yes. and. Uh, so I, I incorporate, if I ever color things digitally, I incorporate a lot of the stuff that he teaches in that tutorial. And I've met him a few times at different comic conventions that I've done art at. And if he has a table there, I'll run over and chat with him for a minute, introduce yeah. myself. I introduce myself every time we're friends on Facebook, mm -hmm. but I'm sure he has a million friends on Facebook. You sure. Know? <laughs> and there's no way he remembers me, but he's super nice every time I talk to him. Yeah. Um, Aww. But uh, yeah, his tutorials were a lifesaver because he he had all different ones. So I, I ordered a ton of different ones. He had all sorts of different techniques. 
um, different ways to use a smudge tool, use yeah. just all sorts of effects that have really helped me. And so that's another place place where without that tutorial, I, w I like I'd still be like shooting in the dark. I'd be like yeah. YouTubing stuff, trying to figure out how to color digitally because I just couldn't I couldn't find anything on it. And um, even still, like when I'm trying to figure out if there's something in Photoshop or or another yeah. program like that where I can't figure out how to get something to work and I'm toying with it and then I go to YouTube and I watch a million videos. Mm -hmm. I feel like every video I come across, they explain it in the most backwards way to where like, when I go to apply it, it makes no sense. And I find the easiest way to do it. And yeah. so I, I really want to start doing some YouTube videos that are just really short, but yeah, that make it so, cause I try to find the most simplistic way to do yeah. it. Yeah. And the YouTube videos are always so confusing that I'm just like, Dude, if you would have said it this way, I wouldn't have to watch 50 minutes of you doing of this. What it would have do. taken yeah. you five, you know? Yep. Yeah. So. My exposure to Photoshop is sort of limited. I don't, I don't, I don't create art in that way, but I've used it to do some photo editing and stuff. And it's very um Photoshop is not super user-friendly, in my opinion. And uh -huh. then you add the same thing you you want to do something that it should only take you like two seconds to do and it takes is to your point you end up watching these 20 30 minute videos and i'm like skipping to the stuff that like right. or it doesn't account for different versions too which so i've literally had videos that are like if you go to this this is here it's like no it isn't <laughs> it's not yeah. there i can't yeah, find what i'm looking for crazy yeah, it's super obnoxious. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like you I feel like you do pretty good about posting on because I, I I think I follow on Instagram uh -huh. and Facebook are the two main ones, I think. But I feel like um was was like social media, was that like a hard thing to get used to doing a lot of, like just to promote and engage and Yeah, I I honestly hate it. I hate <laughs> it. <laughs> I so I'm I'm such like if, if social media, like it, it's, it's amazing. So I don't want to sure. decredit social media and I don't right. want to decredit, decredit anybody who, you know, loves Instagram or loves to see my stuff on Instagram Yeah, because all of them allow me to, you know, continue to create and do what I love. Yeah. Yeah. And so I don't, I don't want to decredit anything or make anybody, you know, feel like I, I don't, um, appreciate them. Yeah. I, I appreciate them crap out of everybody <laughs> yeah um but yeah if if i could do art without social so social media is amazing because you can reach so many people right yes yeah and between like youtube and facebook and instagram and twitter and tiktok and imager and tumblr and like you know there's yeah. a billion apps out there mm -hmm. between all of them you're reaching different audiences yeah uh so it's it's amazing like it's such an awesome tool Mm -hmm. uh, yeah. but also if it weren't such an awesome tool and if it wasn't so good, like my, like, I'm not going to lie. My art relies on it. You know, like yeah. if I didn't have social media to connect with people and get my stuff out there, I mean, yeah. I'm, I'm doing traveling shows and stuff like that. Yeah. But I mean, if I didn't have the traveling shows and I, I'd have, I'd have nothing. Yeah. Because because for years I applied for art galleries and things like that, and nobody would take me. 
nobody would take me because my art was too weird. They wanted the fine arts, right? They wanted paintings of landscapes and they wanted paintings of pumpkins. It drove me nuts. <laughs> but yeah. And they're all super nice, but they're always like, your artwork's really good, but it's just not a good fit for us. I'd only find really few galleries that were like, yeah, yeah, you can come show with us. And that was really awesome of them. And, yeah. and they, you know, and they were really cool, but you know, galleries were now it's more accepting. Uh, mm -hmm. I see a lot of people with interesting styles being at all sorts of galleries now. Okay. But when I was really trying to do art, I couldn't get into a gallery anywhere, anywhere. Yeah. Um, but social media was a place where I could reach all these people that were like-minded or, you know, they, mm -hmm. they were into what I was doing. Yeah. Um, so yeah, without social media, like my career would probably tank, but I mean, I'm doing, I'm doing live shows now. So like, I don't know those live shows, you know, they're great. I love doing the live shows. So yeah. I'd probably be, I'd honestly probably be fine with the live shows unless yeah. those dried up. Like if, if the, if, <laughs> if social media crashed <laughs> yeah. and then COVID lockdown happened again yeah. and I couldn't go to these shows anymore, then yeah, yeah I, I, I'd be, you know, I'd, I'd go get a job somewhere, you know? Yeah. But, um, but yeah, if I could, so what I, long story to get to this, what I would do <laughs> if I could is I would just delete all social media. Yeah. I don't, I don't care. Like I don't, I don't care what everybody from high school is doing. Like I don't, sure. <laughs> I don't care. I don't care who's having what baby or who's starting real estate. Like I don't care. I don't care. Like, I'm not going to like your real estate page. I'm not. Gonna right. Like it, you know? <laughs> I get, I hear you. <laughs> but so the stuff that I really like to see is, is uh, lots of friends and acquaintances and stuff. When I see them pursuing their dreams, that yeah. stuff, I'm all for it. I'm going to like yeah. the bejesus out of everything you do. Cause I think yeah. that stuff is so cool. I think yeah. that is so cool. I think so many people just give up on what they love so fast. Yeah, no, they do. And yeah, so like that's the stuff that I'm about on social media. But if I could, I would love to just like, Not have it. disconnect <laughs> and and just, I just like to draw. That's all. I yeah, just, like, just draw, like, I just want to you know? do that. <laughs> yeah, when I have to think like, okay, so on TikTok, I have to make this video. It's going to be a tutorial on how to draw this. But mm -hmm. I have to get it done and do voiceover for it and edit it and post it before this time. But if I post it after this time, it's going to get less views. But I have to post a picture of this other thing on Instagram and Facebook at this, you know, like that's so much yep. time. And that's not including, you know, designing a website, responding to emails, shipping orders. Yeah. yeah. And and all that stuff is a blessing. Every single one of those, like if I ever get stressed out, like I've had times this sounds braggy. I don't mean it braggy, but I've had times where I've had a ton of orders, like yeah. overwhelming orders. Yeah. And I get way stressed out. And then I go, shut the hell up, dude. <laughs> this is awesome. <laughs> this is so cool. Like people yeah. are digging this. Like this is awesome. Yeah. Dude, quit, quit boo-hooing, man. <laughs> dude, do this. This is awesome. These people yeah. are like, these people are digging what you're doing and allowing you to continue doing what you love to do. Like, yeah. quit complaining, you little baby. Like, get with it. <laughs> yeah. So, 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 yeah. But, but all I want to do is draw. I like to draw. I like to go to the gym. 
I, I like to skateboard, you know, I, I've yeah. gotten into indoor bouldering lately, you know, I just, okay. Yeah. I just, I like to just, I like to, you know, that have you, you've probably seen the meme of the, the elderly lady and she's at a parade or something and she's on mm -hmm. the sidelines and she's just leaning on the railing, just enjoying it. You know, she's got a big smile yeah. on her face, just yeah. loving it. And all around her, everybody has their phone. And she's uh, the only one without a phone, just like enjoying the moment. Soaking it up. And, yeah. Yeah. And that's, that's what I like to do. I like to just enjoy, but with social media and everything, I'm like, I, I got to film some stuff, you know? It, yeah. It adds and, work. And it adds work. Yeah. And that stuff's fun too. You know, like I love doing like little stupid skits and mm -hmm. filming all sorts of stuff and saving memories. I think that stuff's so cool, you know, film everything. Yeah. Um, but I, I really wish it was like old camcorders and disposable cameras. Yeah. 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 <laughs> that like that stuff, you had to pick your memory. You That's could, true. That's you could, true. Like now, yeah. Now our phone has a million pictures and we're like, which one, of the, which one of these pictures of me sitting on the bench do I want to keep or and delete? And it's like, there's 50 of them, you know? But when you have <laughs> yeah. a disposable camera or a Polaroid, it was like, you get one shot. You gotta make it count. <laughs> you get yeah. one shot. One yeah. opportunity to seize everything you ever wanted. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I, I miss that stuff. I like that stuff. I want to... Yeah. We need to pick our memories, not just be on our phones 24-7 because we want to be on our phones 24-7 yeah that's fair that's what i that's what i think, I, think yeah. uh, I think being on youtube specifically because that's my like my focal point like that's where i want the audience to go it uh -huh. took my first full year of doing it to even really understand what works on the different platforms like I was making like I was making different versions of everything to go uh -huh. on multiple things when in reality these things only did well on Facebook and these things only did well on Instagram and it's the strangest thing but it took yeah. so long to figure out so it was a lot of a lot of it's still a lot of work but in the beginning I was like really pushing myself to do all of these things for uh -huh. all these different platforms that like I really didn't even understand Cause I'm not, I'm not into them on my real, in my real life, you know? So yeah. it was like, um, it was a hard thing to do, but to your point, like you kind of, it's really hard to get your stuff, no matter what you're creating out there. Mm -hmm. If you don't utilize it in some way, it gets yeah. really difficult. So yeah, it's yeah, a pain. I'm not a fan of it either. Yeah. And it's, and like I said, it's, it's, uh, it's amazing. You know, it's so mm -hmm. awesome. It's just stressful sometimes you know oh it is no it is um i went and i went and spoke with uh art classes at my old high school oh, and okay. i told them that they need to be utilizing social media because if the if i had facebook and instagram and tiktok and everything when i was in high school mm -hmm. like I would have exploded everything out because you, you like you have all your friends, you have help all the time for whatever you want to film, whatever you want to do. And mm -hmm. when you get older, like, are you gonna wait for your friends like child sleeping schedule to? Yeah, film? it's just you. So, yeah, no. yeah, yeah. And the older you get, it seems like a lot of people tend to get a little more sour with you know if you're pursuing something but they're not, and so it's like really hard to get people like want to come help you yeah or want to work with you it's yeah. really interesting yeah um so yeah i think that 
if if anybody younger is watching this video, yeah, you should take advantage. Start cracking <laughs> while you're young. Make it work for you. you yeah, have so many like you have so many friends, like tight knit groups of friends in high school. So many people to collaborate with, connect with, and then also, I mean, I'm from Utah, so. Mm -hmm the high schools are all pretty close and there's like okay. rivalries and all that stuff. Yeah. So like, it's really easy to make friends with people at other schools. Uh, I yeah. do a ton of skateboarding. So I would, I would meet skaters at different skate parks or different street spots around Utah and it'd be like, Oh, you're from three hours away, but now we're tight and we're friends. You know, mm -hmm. now you're going on my MySpace top eight kind of, you know, <laughs> <It's>... <laughs> yeah. but so like, you were making friends with people all the time who always wanted to do similar things. Uh, and they were from all over. So you would go to one of their parties and meet all of their friends that went yeah. to their school and so forth, so forth, so forth. And then the older you get, it just seems harder to find people that will do that with you. Yeah. So it's I true. just think that people should really, or, uh, people in school still should really take advantage of that. Yeah. yeah. It's so valuable. So yeah, valuable. that's a good point. Yeah. Yeah. Especially because when you're around these people that you've created, you've already met people that have common interests. And then it's like when you're an adult, it's substantially harder to do that. Like it, it just yeah. is to connect on like these weird, like, you know, I don't know. Like I have, I have, there's a specific project manager that I work with that like doesn't get horror on pretty much any level. And because I work where I work, I can wear like my t-shirts and stuff. And he's like so uh -huh. bothered, so bothered. <laughs> like Why? it's so bizarre. And it's just like, you know, it's so hard to find like, if you don't, if, you know, when you're younger, I felt like we, everybody had everything in common because everybody was into so many things and right. you just had, I get exactly what you're saying. Like you had a sense of community in that sense. You had all these people around you mm -hmm. and, um, and people like my friends in high school and stuff, we were always willing to do stuff for each other, whatever, you know, whatever you wanted to do, we did. So yeah, yeah I definitely get what you're saying. Yeah. It's, it's, it's a gold mine that kids are sitting on and they don't realize it. No. And I, yeah. you know, I wish that when I first got Instagram, I wish that I had made the choice to pursue art. But when I first got Instagram, I wasn't really pursuing art. I just yeah. had Instagram and just posting pictures of my friends and some drawings I would do. And, sure. you know, pictures were only square then. There were no long, oh, pictures, right. <laughs> you know, videos, you know, like videos were super short. I don't think they can only on be there at the start. Yeah. 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 Um, and then uh, before they changed their algorithms, Instagram was amazing, amazing. Uh, you would, when I had 7,000 followers on Instagram, my engagement was astronomical. Yeah. And then, you know, when I passed 20,000 followers, I had less engagement on each post than I did at 5,000 hmm. because just the algorithm just screwed me. Uh, yeah. and, and I've had a lot of art friends that are really good at, you know, kind of, uh, keeping their momentum up with mm -hmm. the algorithm. Like some people didn't lose much, you know, I, I think everybody mm -hmm. lost some, but yeah, um, it's been really hard for me since Instagram changed the algorithm. I just like, can't get traction. And now I just like, I just post, uh, I saw, I think it was, I think it was a clip from the Joe Rogan podcast, mm -hmm. but he said, post and ghost so he posts on social media and then he disappears yeah 
And so now it's like, instead of worrying about how many likes or how many comments or, or whatever, now I just, I post it and then I'm like, all right, so if it gets 50 likes, all right, whatever. If it gets 3000 likes, all right, whatever, you know, it's just, uh, likes don't always translate to sales. Likes don't always translate to, you know, followers don't always translate to customers, you know? Um, and, and, and it's not all about that. I just, I just like to draw. I don't like to sit and worry about numbers. <laughs> I just, just want to post. I just want to draw my picture and post. Yeah. <laughs> and if, people, if people like it, then I'm super stoked. But, yeah. you know, I, I there's too much stress and worrying about, are people liking my pictures? Are people liking my pictures? I feel like that's like a very quick way to sabotage your yeah. Art in any yeah. way, whatever your art is, it's a very quick way to sabotage yourself. But that's why TikTok is rad. Cause TikTok, <laughs> TikTok will figure out like, I don't know, it's it's weird. TikTok, like your stuff will either get nothing or you'll yeah. wake up and you'll have 3000 new followers overnight. And you're like, what, what, what did I do? I don't understand what I did different, but something will just hit on Insta on, on TikTok. Um, and if TikTok, you can get yeah. something to hit on TikTok, you're growing. And that's really cool. Inst- Have you noticed Instagram. if that translates to the others? Um, I honestly try not to translate. Oh, so okay. I think I, I mean, I, I guess since I'm talking about it on this podcast, <laughs> I'm connecting all of them together. <laughs> but <laughs> but my my initial uh, my initial thing is I want an all new audience on TikTok. I understand. Okay, I, I want follow. I want an all new audience on TikTok, and uh, if people come over, awesome because I want okay. I want everybody there. But yeah, I sure. don't want to sit and cross promote and be like, come follow me, come follow me. Like, sure, I hate that yeah. stuff. I hate yeah. that stuff. I when I see my you know, when I see my friends posting and they're like, this is whatever from TikTok, come follow me on TikTok, see what all the hypes are. Like, Shut up, dude. You know, like people, like some people will do that and some people won't do that. But I just feel like it's like really like, I don't know, like beggy. And, yeah. And that could, that's probably, that probably hurts me as a, as a, a businessman. Cause I just, I don't like to do that stuff. Yeah. Uh, but I also like, I like the fact that you can build audiences on all these different platforms that are all new audiences. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then, and then obviously cross intertwine and everything from there. Yeah. But um, yeah. So I haven't, I don't think I've linked anything from TikTok okay. to Instagram or Facebook or anything like that. Cause okay. um, I just, yeah, I just feel like each platform works really well separately. And I think it's really cool to build an audience fresh instead yeah. of instead of you know, stressing about getting people from the other same person on three things yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah so and tiktok's really good about that uh tiktok's really cool i, f- I feel so weird being like let's talk about tiktok it's so cool. <laughs> um, <laughs> but, yeah uh, <laughs> but tiktok is really cool i saw a video where somebody was like tiktok's a sweet place where you can just be yourself because TikTok's not going to show my mom and my grandma that I liked this picture of this half naked girl, you know, or, yeah, sure. you know, cause like, if you like anything on any other platform, it'll be like 
so and so. Yeah, yep. kind of like this. That's you know? true. Like, I hadn't thought about that. That's and true. Tick, yeah, TikTok, all your stuff, is, like, if you like it, it's in, like, a locked folder that yeah. you – and, I mean, I like I like stuff just to show my girlfriend later because she doesn't have it. So I'll just be like, hey. You got to watch this video. Videos. <laughs> These videos are so good. <laughs> watch this TikTok video. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so ridiculous. So ridiculous. But – uh yeah, TikTok's really cool because you can just kind of be your own person. A lot of people on there talk about how, like I said, it's really nice. Like I saw one video where a guy was like, I can like a picture of a girl shaking her butt and my mom doesn't get on my butt about it. And I can like a picture of a half naked dude that's shredded because I think that's an awesome look that I'd like to achieve. And I don't have all my friends harassing me about it, you know? <laughs> right, yeah. He's like, I can, I can like any video I want and comment on any video I want. And I'm basically anonymous. Yeah. And um, a lot of people talk about how some like TikTok is where you go to make friends with people you don't know. And Facebook mm -hmm. is where you go to lose friends that you do know. <laughs> <laughs> so we'll go back to you now. <laughs> okay. Um, so I was going to ask you this because I really liked my envelope that my stuff came in. Uh-huh. So you do all this yourself? You put, yeah. you, wow. So yep. what's that like? It's a lot of work. <laughs> yeah. And that, that goes right into when I'm like, all I want to do is draw. <laughs> That's all I want to do. I just want to draw. And I, and I'm doing all this other stuff, but it's, you know, I have a very specific vision on how I like to present my stuff and I like mm -hmm. things yep. to look a very certain way. Mm -hmm. And I know if I just hired a graphic designer, I would hate their shit and I would redo it anyway. And yep. I get out money because I'd be paying for it. Just them. because you redid it. <laughs> right. And, and I don't have, I like, I'm a starving artist, right? I am making it work, but you never know. Like some months are way down and sure. some months are good. You know, you never yeah. know what is going to come from it. Yeah. Um, and uh, so, yeah, like thinking about hiring somebody, it's just what, what? Um, mm -hmm. So yeah, like pretty, I wouldn't say everything, but pretty much everything that anybody buys from me is designed and worked through me in some way. Yeah. And uh, yeah. So, you know, the envelope that I, that your stuff came in, yeah. I designed the whole thing, top to yeah. bottom, front to back, yeah. the part that you rip the tag off where it says TylerLamp.com, Tyler yep. you know, um, and I got really tired of Postman bending envelopes. Uh, I had, I have so many, I don't have it as much anymore. Uh, these are some uh, learning curves that I've had to work through because uh -huh. um, you don't really expect a lot of this stuff to happen until you start, until you start shipping oh, stuff. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, but I had so many postmen just take a do not bend folder and just in half and shove it in a mailbox. Yeah. And I'm like, dude, it's one, it's shipped as a package, which means they're not supposed to be bent. Like they're supposed to be delivered fresh. It's a, yeah. It's a package. Yeah. And, and I have, I've had so many people send me pictures of their packages just folded in half or they look like they've been run over by a monster truck. And I'm like, what happened? What happened? And they're like yeah. covered in snow and like mailmen will just like fold it in half and throw it in the snow or it rains a lot. They just throw it in a puddle. So I've, I've like learned the long way. So if you're watching this and you've watched 
this far and you're looking <laughs> for if you haven't if you haven't been like oh dude this guy won't shut up about tiktok <laughs> this old man will shut up um, <laughs> but um i'm gonna save you a lot of work and tell you uh get a good folder uh make sure it says do not bend on it everywhere so mm. the the one that I sent you, it says, do not bend huge on the back. On do the not back. bend huge on the front. Yep. Huge. Right. Yeah. It's like, if he missed that, miss. he's, yeah. If he missed that, he doesn't have eyes, you know? <laughs> and, yeah. um, yeah, these are pretty you, like, uh, like they're stiff. Like they're not, you know? Yeah. They're pretty stiff. And then I double down, uh, when I ship the print, I put it in a plastic sleeve. So if he throws it in the snow, or she, it could be a female male worker. <laughs> <laughs> if they throw it in the snow, yeah, uh, your print's not going to get ruined. Yeah. And then in that plastic sleeve, I put a double thick backing board. Yeah. So if that postal worker is going to try and bend your package, he's going to have to sweat for it. It's going to take some work. <laughs> yeah. He's yeah. going to have, like, he gets an award if he does it, kind of, a thing, you know? <laughs> Um, because I got so tired of people. Yeah. Like, I just, it makes me sad when people are upset when their stuff shows up. Yeah. Cause I, I, I'd spend a lot of time designing that envelope and making sure everything looks clean and nice and, you know, and then yeah. when it shows up and it's just destroyed and they're just like, oh man, I'm just like, what, what, why, mm -hmm. did, why did they do that? And then, and then I'll send, I'll send them a replacement. If it's broken, yeah. I'm sending you a replacement. So so I don't want anybody to think that the person is bummed because their stuff showed up broken and they're stuck. And that's just it. Yeah. 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 If, yeah, yeah. if it's in, if I have it, like if I'm out of stock, like if it's a coloring book and I'm fresh out, then like mm -hmm. I can't, I'll, I can't send you a new one, you know? Yeah. Um, but if, if it's something I have and I can send you a new one, I'm sending you a new one. Yeah. No cost to you. I'm sending you a new one because I, yeah. I want people to be so stoked when they get it, you know? Yeah. It's, yeah. I want that package that shows up on the porch and you're just like, yes, that mm -hmm. one. I love that one. And I just spit yeah. everywhere. <laughs> um, <laughs> but that's what I want, you know, like that's yeah. the stuff that I loved when I would, when I was in high school and I would occasionally get something from an artist or a comic book and it'd show mm -hmm. up in a really cool package. There's almost nothing like it. You know, you're yeah. just so stoked on how it is like present presentation is um, is so good you know yeah and when it just shows up in a white box it's like well it could be anything you know but when it shows up and it's got your art on the outside it's or it's got like... and, yeah i've had yeah. people take pictures and they're like dude i'm gonna frame this envelope this yes. envelope is so cool so was jurassic park like your dino moment like is that where that came from or is there like another story to like why so many dinosaurs Oh, it's Jurassic Park. For sure. It is. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely Jurassic Park. I was yeah. assuming so. Cause I can't look at like your yeah. Jurassic Park stuff. And I like. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, uh, I mean, I love dinosaurs, but it, it came yeah. definitely from Jurassic Park. Um, my mom. So I don't, I obviously don't remember. I was three when it came out in 1993. Yeah. But my mom said that she took me to the theater to see it. And then she felt like a horrible mother because she took her three-year-old to this scary dinosaur movie. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of, and she moments. said that she, she said that she kept trying to cover my eyes 
with During, like, like, the, the dinosaurs and the scary parts. And I was, I was standing on the chair being like, Mommy, no, no. Trying to, like, move her hands out of the way so I could watch it. And, uh, yeah, ever since then, it's just been, like, it started with tons of dinosaurs. I loved that stuff. And I, I would always go to dinosaur museums and yeah. check out fossils. And, like I said, I'd sit in the library and just read all the dinosaur books. And then yeah. as I got older, I just kind of, like, moved into comic books and all sorts yeah. of different types of art styles. But, yeah, yeah, Jurassic Park is, like, the main one that, like, bef so I have three Jurassic Park tattoos. Okay. <laughs> so, I, like, I love, like, behind me, I don't know, I'll try to move. And the screen's backwards yeah. for me, so there's a T-Rex right there. Yeah. Um, breakout Rex. Then there, you can't really see that one. That's the Winston effect. Stan Winston Studios, they made the dinosaurs for Jurassic Park. Wow. There's a vintage Jurassic Park coloring book up there. Is that a chess set? Is that what the other one says? That's a Jurassic Park <laughs> chess set. Uh-huh. <laughs> and let me... Oh, she's she's too big. I have, a, I have an almost six-foot-long replica of the T-Rex from Jurassic Park. Um, Is that the one you call Roberta? Yep, that's Roberta, yeah. So, <laughs> Roberta is actually the name of, that's what they named the T-Rex in Jurassic Park. I didn't know that, huh? Yeah, okay. so they named her Roberta. Everybody calls her Rexy after Jurassic World, and I yeah. absolutely hate it. Bothers you. Hate it. <laughs> her name's Roberta. Stop saying, I love Rexy. I love Rexy. No, it's Roberta. Um, <laughs> <laughs> posers. Um, <laughs> But, uh, uh, like, so Jurassic Park, you know, I, I don't know how many times I saw the first one. I, yeah. I love, I love the sec I love the Lost World. Um, yeah, I like that one, too. I just barely got back from the, I did the Oddities and Curiosities Expo in yeah. San Diego in January. Mm -hmm. And that was in San Diego. But uh, afterward, I drove up to L.A. with my buddy who was helping me with the show. Okay. And we went to, it's called Icons of Darkness, I think. And it's this okay. private collector in Hollywood that mm -hmm. has won all of these props and stuff from auctions from all these movies. Yeah. And he has the Tyrannosaurus Rexes from uh, all three Jurassic Parks. He has what? the Spinosaurus. I, I say all three Jurassic Parks, even though uh, the female, is it the female? Oh, I can't remember which one it was. No, I think it's the buck. It's the buck. The buck in The Lost World is the same buck that they used in Jurassic Park 3. It's the same animatronic. Oh, okay. They just repainted it. Oh, okay. Um, so we're walking around the well, we're walking around the exhibit, and the tour guide is giving us info on the exhibit, which was great. Mm -hmm. But I'd be like, "Is this the is this the one from this movie?" And he'd be like, "I, I don't, I don't know." <laughs> And so me and my buddy were like schooling the tour guide on what it was from, what it was from. What, yeah. On what was in the exhibit. And he'd be like, Whoa, no way. Are you serious? Like, what? But that was, that was so cool. So we drove up to LA and we went to that and that was like a dream come true for me. Cause I was able to go see all of these iconic dinosaurs yeah. in person. And they're like, I could reach out and touch the faces of all of them. Uh, yeah. You're not supposed to touch them, so I didn't touch them. I don't want to. Ruin but you're just saying that you could, so it's like. Yeah, it was it was that close. Intense, I could have yeah. I could have hugged the T Rex's face, you know. 
That's crazy. Um, and then they had all sorts of stuff. They had they had a lot of the they had the original Xenomorph costume from the original Alien. Oh, that's uh, really neat. Uh huh. They had an Alien Queen replica, so it wasn't oh, the, it, it wasn't the it. screen used one, but it was an actual uh, replica from all the molds. Yeah. And they had the original Alien Queen uh, maquette from Stan Winston Studios. Mm-hmm. Uh, they had a bunch of Terminator That's stuff, really a bunch neat. of Star Wars stuff. It was so cool. Um, huh. And then I went there specifically because they were going to close soon. Uh, but they're opening up a new one in one of the malls in LA. I don't know. Okay. I don't know which one, but they're opening up a new one. And the new one is supposed to have the T-Rex, at least the tour guide said. Because <laughs> online, the website said that the original T-Rex from the first Jurassic Park was in the exhibit. Mm-hmm. And I got there, and it was not. Uh, only the only the female and the male from the Lost World and Jurassic Park three mm-hmm. were in the exhibit, which is awesome. Which yeah, is so awesome. but yeah. Uh, but I really wanted to see the one from the first movie because that's the one that like really captured my heart. Yeah. And uh, but the guy, the tour guide said that the original T Rex is actually going to be at the new location at the okay. mall. Huh. So. If I find out when they open, or maybe they have opened, I'm probably just gonna go back to LA and check it out again because it was so cool. It, it was yeah. They only let you. They only give you 30 minutes in there, so you're like, dang, you're booking it. You're booking yeah. it. And, and the guy was super chill. Like he let us take a little extra time. Like the second tour group started uh-huh. coming through as we're still. Me and my buddy are still taking pictures of stuff. Yeah. Uh, but it the exhibit was so cool, and they had all sorts of stuff. They had tons of horror stuff. They had. They had the new Pennywise costume. They had original prop, original props from The Shining. Oh, uh, they they huh. just had all they had all sorts of stuff there that was yeah. so cool, so cool. Yeah, yeah, definitely worth cool. checking yeah. out if you're ever in that area, especially if you're someone who loves movies or horror or dinosaurs or aliens or any of that. <laughs> any stuff. Any of that stuff. Yeah. A lot of and fandoms. Had, I mean, yeah, and they had other stuff too. They had you know Miss Doubtfire. And they had, okay, you know, so they have a lot of that stuff too. Um, yeah, it's a little bit of something for every. They have a lot of the Batman costumes, Arnold Schwarzenegger's Mr. Freeze costume. What? The fuck? Yeah, oh yeah, God. it was really cool. <laughs> it was really cool. Yeah. yeah, I loved that. But yeah, so man, I go off on a lot of tangents. <laughs> smokes. I love Jurassic Park. I love it. Yeah. Um, I did also audition to be in Jurassic World. Um, yeah. Yeah. So, so after Jurassic Park three, they kept announcing a Jurassic Park four, mm-hmm. uh, but they never. You would see some concept art, and it seemed ridiculous. It was like in a weird two thousands era where every movie was bad, and so every idea was yeah. just bad. Yeah. And so you can Google it. You can you can Google Jurassic Park four concept art or unused concept art or Jurassic Park. Anyway, they they had some idea where dinosaurs and humans were kind of spliced together. So they did a concept art for dinosaur humanoids that they're okay. really cool, but not for a Jurassic Park. Not they're just for really Jurassic cool. Park. Yeah. yeah, if you just like cool, like weird monsters, they're cool. Yeah, yeah. Um, if you wanted to do like a weird monster human movie, cool. But like as a Jurassic Park, it's weird, but... Yeah. Before Jurassic Park was ever announced, I wrote emails to everybody I could find on like Amblin, Universal, 
anything yeah. just being like because they like there were rumors that they were going to start making a jurassic park four yeah and so i would write emails to all these people being like can i just be an extra like can i just be in just the background to... <laughs> anywhere please um and everybody nobody had an answer for me and then finally they announced jurassic world and they had open auditions for extras in new orleans so i flew to new orleans and went and to the i got a bus and i went to the butthole of nowhere like out yeah out by like out by the nasa facility in new orleans yeah it's it's in middle of nowhere <laughs> uh and there's just this red brick building by itself like all creepy looking one car in the parking lot <laughs> but you walk in and you there's like an arrow pointing upstairs yeah. so you walk upstairs and that's where you they take a picture of you and you fill out some information and uh so I did all that and then I was invited to be an extra, which would have been rad. But they wanted me to fly back out to New Orleans from Utah two more times for one time for costume fittings and then back out again like two weeks later to stay for another week. And you yeah. pay and I think you got paid like a hundred dollars a day. I don't know. I like don't quote me on this. Um <laughs> but it was so much that I would have been out like twenty five hundred dollars. Yeah. And I and at the time, I didn't, I didn't have the money to do it. Yeah. Um, now looking back, I'm like, should have done it, you dumb idiot. <laughs> uh, but I mean, there's no guarantee that you're in the movie. Even you know? after all of that. Yeah, you could just be one of the people running around in the background. It's just a blur. Mm. Uh, but I still think it would have been so cool. I think it would have been so cool. But so, do you like the newer movies as as it being so important, like and special to you? Like, what do you think of the newer ones? Um, I like I like Jurassic World. I think Jurassic World's fun. Uh, Jurassic World, Dra Jurassic World: Fallen Kingdom was diarrhea. So bad. Yeah. yeah. Um, I don't know where they're going with these with the writing direction, but it's just bumming me out so much. Uh, yeah. Jurassic. I miss I miss the Spielberg feel. I miss I miss the grittiness and you know Jurassic Park and the Lost World are they're action borderline horror movies people I like how many people have you met that had nightmares from the raptor scene in the first movie in the kitchen yeah you know yeah every, like i can't tell you how many people have been like i had nightmares for weeks that raptors were chasing me down my hallway yeah and it, the movie was scary if i watch it if i watch jurassic because i mean i can quote jurassic park from start to finish if we watch it <laughs> i'm sure yeah <laughs> so i i know what's going on and yeah i know where the pop outs are and i know mm -hmm. so if i watch yeah. it with someone who's not super familiar with it mm -hmm. i can like as the raptor hits the chain link fence or something i can you know jump scare scare yeah. the person i'm with you know scare <laughs> them to death because the movie's so intense you know yeah it's intense yeah and the new movies like and they're like they're like so gritty and they're so they're they're dark but they're adventurous but they're dirty yeah. that's a huge thing that movies i feel like don't get now is yeah movies in the 90s and before were dirty people looked like they were in the jungle you know yeah. and you go see you know you go see kong skull island and people are walking through the jungle and they look like they had a fresh shower every like day they stayed at four seasons yeah right there's no yeah. sweat there's not a That's drop so of anything true. makeup like it drives That's me crazy so and it's true. the same thing with jurassic world they're like yeah. running around and you know, Claire's everything is the still jungle. in its place. It's like, yeah, yeah. And Claire's yeah. running through the jungle in a white dress with hills and like totally fine. You know, it's just, yeah, 
and she gets kind of dirty and then she's fine and i don't know it's just like so clean and i miss i miss the gore you know i miss in the lost world eddie carr gets ripped in half in front of your eyes the mm-hmm. t-rexes bite him and rip him in half yep and in jurassic world and especially fallen kingdom everything is everything is um what's the word i'm looking for insinuated insinuated mm-hmm. It's, it's like a closed door or like a curtain. Like, you know right. what happens, but it's like, yeah, I know what you mean. I know what you're, right. I know what they you're don't trying show, to say. It's like so kid-friendly. Like, they're trying so hard to be a family movie instead of what, what they it was. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, yeah. It's, it's, um, it just bums me out. Like, I wanted, I wanted to see the Indominus Rex just wreck someone, you know? That yeah. dinosaur was, that hybrid was so cool. He was, yeah, and well, and or she was, and I think it's interesting because it's so funny. So, like, I remember going to see um, Lost World in theaters. My mom took me, and I there's uh-huh. that scene where they're in the, I guess that's like a, I think it's like a shed or something, and they're like digging to try to get out the other side of the building. And there's right. that moment where that raptor sticks its head. Everyone in the theater did this, like everyone. Oh yeah, and it was like an audible gasp, like everyone. And it's funny that you say, like, because you said that you were like three years old when you saw the first one. So I, so I have an almost four year old who's obsessed with dinosaurs, and uh-huh. so I'm thinking, like, we watch a lot of cartoons. I was like, we should watch Jurassic World because it was like streaming on something. Uh-huh. And it's funny because it isn't anywhere near as gory, but the dinosaur on dinosaur stuff was. I forgot. <laughs> uh-huh. So it was like trying to explain like why he, he or why the Indominus ate. Um, we call it Bumpy because it's that's the name of it on like an animated show. But the Ankylosaurus, and I was like, uh-huh. shit. <laughs> I was like, I didn't think yeah. about these. So they had a little bit, but but you're right. There wasn't the the human stuff. Like it just it was very like um. There's only like a couple of moments, and then everything yeah. else was fade or pan away, kind of. Yeah. 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 Um, but I do agree. Like, I, I think that, I think that was one thing that Jurassic World did that was pretty cool is they did show more dinosaur action. A little bit. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Like one-on-one dinosaurs one-on-one. hunting or anything like that, which was really sure. cool. I mean, you, you have some in Jurassic Park and the Lost World and Jurassic Park 3. Um, but yeah, that's, that was cool. It was really cool to see the, I like that they, did a lot more dinosaurs it was really cool to see yeah um but it just it a lot of it felt forced like the parents potential divorce like it's like what what like is you're that trying to like pull at our like, heartstrings and get that family just, dynamic going but it's not working we're just watching you know? a dinosaur movie <laughs> yeah and then fallen kingdom just turned into just a train wreck like yeah i didn't care for that one um and i watched the trailer for that one and i was like cool i just watched the whole movie thanks but i saw it yeah and i went and saw it and i was like yeah that was the whole movie except they added they added some villain that looked like pinky in the brain um that was like (laughs) we have to control the dinosaurs it's like this is dumb (laughs) and and uh and this one's a spoiler alert so if you haven't i mean if you haven't seen it don't watch it but um (laughs) But the fact that the girl is a clone. Oh. Boo. Yeah. Boo. Yeah. The, that, like, the, that part was so dumb to me. And, like, the fact that the guys, 
like nephew or whatever is like this villain that like suffocates his his dad to like take over the legacy and the dad like is holding like a sorry my camera's backwards so i can't tell you <laughs> That's um, okay. but the the, then like they have like a close up of the hand like letting go of go of some jewels or something. It's like so cliche, corny movie, but like cringy, um, like not effective, like just cringy. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was. It was so bad. Like, and the um, I mean, the dinosaurs are cool. The yeah. Indoraptor was so cool. Mm-hmm. Um, but there are so many flaws, and there are so many. I just don't know how like the writers thought they could get away with changing the island. Like the island. Oh. Um, if you're like a if you're a Jurassic Park fan, you you know what the original layout of the original Isla Nublar is, and then if you look at the Jurassic World Isla Nublar, everything's in a new place. Mm-hmm. Every, like the visitor center was here, and then in Jurassic World, it's up at this part of the island. Yeah. And it's like in the restricted zone, and right but in the original movie, everything was all over, you know, and then also the island's gonna blow up but they made a resort on it. Why, why would you make a resort on like an active volcano? I like, I don't, I like, there's so much <laughs> stuff in the movie that makes me so mad that if you yeah. like, get me started on it, I won't shut up about it. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, cool. I was trying to think if I had other things I was going to ask. I think you hit most of them though already. Yeah. Um, I haven't pulled up here. So I think the only thing that, well, the main thing that's not like a fun, because you're going to be on a horror channel. So I have some horror ones. I actually had a couple that were submitted to me, believe that or not. Um, I didn't ask. uh, Yeah. Like I was talking to people, like telling them about my next um, artist interview. And like, I was like, oh, you should ask him this. Like, you know, people who like knew you were. It's pretty neat. Um, Talked about. Yeah. Um. So when you do the, um, I was, I was interested in this from a logistics standpoint, because uh-huh. you are, like you said, like a one man band. So when you do these, these shows, the, um, what did you call them? The, the booths and stuff that you do. Uh huh. So is that like something you, you just started getting, like being able to do? Cause I guess COVID, what, did, were you doing them before COVID or like, how yeah, did that kind of yeah. happen? Um, I started doing them in 2000. 13. Oh, wow. Okay. 2012. Um, yeah. The first one I ever did was the first ever Salt Lake Comic Con. Oh, that's cool. So, yeah, it was supposed to be a small, I think it was supposed to be a small expo type thing. Yeah. And then it just exploded. It, it just got huge. So I was really stoked to be in on that. Um, and it was right around the time when I first decided to start pursuing it. So it was kind of one of those things where I was a little, I was a little nervous. I didn't know if people would like my stuff. I didn't mm-hmm. know if I would sell. Uh, I, I had no idea. So I just did it and I sold out three times over the weekend. Wow. And I, like granted, I didn't have a ton of stuff, you know, I was just starting. Um, yeah, sure. So but still, like, that's awesome. I was going to be like, what the, yeah, the la- <laughs> I remember the last day, um, people like running to my table just to buy whatever the last thing was. Uh, and I, and I'm not exaggerating running, you know, there's like five That's minutes cool. left of the yeah. show and down the aisle, like groups of people are just running to snag whatever last prints I have on my table. And that was so cool for me because I, d- I didn't know 
I like I didn't know. Like I told you, I right. was nervous. I, I didn't know if I would get any cells. I didn't know if people would hate my stuff. Like I had yeah. I had no idea. And I'd been rejected from all these different art galleries and stuff. And you know, I just didn't know. I, I had friends that always told me, Your art's so cool, you know, but those could yeah. just be friends, you know, you don't know. Well, sure. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And uh but yeah, so that was like one of the first times that I actually pursued or tried to do a big show like that. And it was just awesome. And I met so many cool people. And then yeah. from that point, I just kind of refined my table and my yeah. layout and all that stuff as the shows went on. And it seems like a lot of the shows, they kind of got their stuff together as well. Which, yeah. I know you what know, you like mean. It, yeah. It's more structured now, certain things, or they figure out, I don't know, you just get more used to it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> imagine yeah <clears throat> yeah i definitely like to do if i can i try to always bring somebody to help me because it can get really crazy if you're just running a table by yourself yeah or a booth by yourself um but yeah i've been doing them i've been doing them for a long time but that yeah they died so in 2020 uh at the beginning of the year i quit my day job and i was okay. like I was like, I'm, I hate this job. It's making me depressed. I don't want to do this anymore. I just like, I want to be happy, you know, like I'm, I'm tired of doing these, you know, working a day job and just being bummed out and tired all the time. I yeah. want, like, I want to do what makes me happy. Yeah. And I love, yeah. I love art and stuff. And so anyway, 2020, I quit my job. I was like, I've, I've had enough and done with this. Yeah. And I lined up art shows all year. So I was going to like try to do all these art shows and seriously, I quit. And then the next month it was like COVID lockdown. Yeah. And I was like, Oh no, what am I going to do? And, um, I don't like, I it's, it's cliche and it, it doesn't always work. And, um, but I just think if there's something that you want to do or somebody wants to do, you need to do it. Yeah. Because if you, if you follow this, don't follow, it looks, it's all backwards in my, backwards. <laughs> my heart's over here. Um, <laughs> but if you follow this and you don't follow this, this thing will talk you out of everything every time. That's You'll true. You'll be like, I really want to do that. And then this thing will come in and be like, but what if this, or, you know, I really want to quit my job. I hate it here. It makes me sad, depressed. This thing will be like, yeah, but you won't be able to pay your rent. You won't be able to do anything. And then you like talk yourself back into staying. Yeah. Um, and That's one of my true. favorite quotes is you can always count what you'll lose, but you'll never count what you'll gain. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. And so it's really easy to be yeah. like, oh, man, I'll lose like this that. paycheck, but you'll never know like what you'll get yeah. when you leave. You never know what's coming to you. Yeah. And I just feel like if, if you pursue it, I don't, whatever you believe in, uh, the universe, God, energy, whatever, karma. Mm -hmm. I just feel like if you follow this, whatever you believe in will catch you. Yeah. It'll catch you. Yeah. And um, yeah, so I, I quit my job and, and then COVID hit. And I've been fine. That's awesome, though. Like, yeah. I've been fine. Like, I, yeah, I, I've had months where they're low and like, it's good to save money. Like, it's... Yeah, don't, I don't want to be stupid and just spend everything and be stuck. Right. But yeah, but I've been really lucky to be able to just keep doing art. And yeah, so COVID hit and then all my shows got canceled and I was like, oh, no. 
Do I have to go back to work? Do I have to go back to this job that I hate? They're like, what do I have to do? And I just kept drawing and, and then online was doing great during COVID and then COVID, you know, the, the quarantine started wearing down a little right. bit and then yeah. shows started coming back. Yeah. And so like, it just works out, you know? That's great. I'm glad that it wasn't like this huge, you know, cause I know there's plenty of people um, that weren't, when they weren't able to do things like that, they, it was really rough. People ha who did have to go yeah. back to finding like desk jobs or day jobs or whatever you want to call them just because mm -hmm. like there, there was no option, you know? And when you do those jobs and you hate them, it's hard because like it drains you so much that then you almost don't, you can barely muster to get anything together to do what you do love and what does make right. you happy because you're so right. busy trying to make this other thing work. So mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah. It, it's hard well, to, when, you know, if your job, requires you to be up super early and stay super late and if you i yeah. don't know you start doing overtime or whatever you're After there all the weekends time weekends or yeah right yeah. so now it's like oh like where do i find time and like i love to i love to work out and i love to go to the gym and i i love to eat certain ways so i'm always like prepping my food and i'm doing this stuff too so on top of working the day job and prepping food and going to the it's gym like, and working like, you don't have time for and, to breathe yeah yeah yeah. So like, I don't know. Uh, I'm very fortunate to be able to do all the stuff that I'm able yeah. to do. And like, I'm yeah. super thankful to everybody who supports me and, yeah. you know, likes the stuff that I like, you know, like I couldn't do this without other people. Yeah. What I love, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, I'm, I'm really, I'm really lucky to be able to do all of this, but um, I'm glad that I did quit that job and I yeah. And like, I still, I still think about picking up a job. I, I always think about getting a part-time job at a movie theater because oh not because, not because I am like, Oh, I need to make some cash. It's just like, perks. I do. I, yeah. Perks. And I, I miss, um, I miss working with friends, you know? Oh when yeah. You, yeah. 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 <clears throat> when you're just an artist, I mean, you're just kind of doing your own thing all the time. I that's mean, you go true. out and you hang yeah, out with friends and, yeah, you go hang out with friends and you travel for shows and you hang out with friends there and you go to dinner and but for the most part you're like by yourself all the time and yeah, which true. is really nice, but I I miss like going into work every day and being like, Hey friend, you know, but like, like interaction. Yeah. Yeah, just hanging out with all your friends that you see every day and you kinda you, you just have a good time together even though you hate yeah. the job. Um, <laughs> yeah. But yeah, so I thought about just every now and then I think about getting a job at a movie theater or something where I can just go in a couple times a week just for a few hours, uh, hang out with some people and then see some rad movies. Cause I just, I love the movie theaters. I love the, I love the environment. I love the smell of the popcorn. I love yeah, yeah. the big screen. I love hearing the, the bass booming in the theater next <laughs> yeah, door. Yeah. I love all of that stuff. I love yeah. it. And um, so like little things like that where it's like, yeah, I think about sometimes getting a getting a part-time job somewhere that I'd be happy, like a movie theater or a dinosaur museum or yeah. front desk at a gym. I don't know. like Just, like just something. That, yeah. Yeah, just stuff that I like to do and gets you out of the house, gets you some fresh air for a minute and make a little extra money. But but uh, I'm too busy. <laughs> I'm too busy. But I think about it sometimes. It'd be yeah. really nice. I just I wish that jobs would hire you and be like, Okay, let us know when you can come in. 
you know? That, yeah, right. In a perfect yeah. world. Yeah. You just text them and be like, hey, I'll be in for three hours tonight. And they're like, sweet, we'll take you. Yeah, you yeah, know? yeah. <laughs> but uh, a man can dream. Yeah. Well, I won't keep you too much longer, but I'm trying to make a habit of asking this question because, yeah. you know, a lot of people that come on are um, talking about horror movies specifically. So yeah. do you consider yourself a horror fan? Like, are you a, a do you like a lot of horror movies? Yeah, I so I mean I love horror movies, but I don't I have I don't want to just say I'm a fan because I know there are fans that are way bigger fans than I am. <laughs> That's fine, you know? but you do but, watch and you like horror movies, right? Yeah, I love I love horror movies. Okay, so what what do you think is like your favorite? Like if you had to say what your favorite horror movie is. So I, I was thinking about this earlier. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> because I'm I'm very indecisive. Uh, okay. Because there are things I really love about certain horror movies. Sure. Um, but uh, so I'll I'll name a couple. So I. Okay, that's fine. Might, some people might not consider this a horror movie, but I totally do. Uh, okay. Signs. Yeah. I effing love Signs. Yeah. I, love signs. Um, I, I mean, I saw it in the. Uh, it's a dollar theater now, but it's. It's an old theater in Utah, mm-hmm. and um, I saw it with my buddy and his grandma. And at the party scene where the yeah. alien walks across, uh, my friend's grandma screamed. We all screamed. I was in seventh grade, um, but we all screamed. And my buddy's grandma screamed and swung her arm and hit my buddy right in the throat. Oh no! And like I, like I thought his neck was broken because she oh, freaking she so she got, so hard, like right into his throat. <laughs> Um, but that movie, like, that's one of the movies, and it could have been just because I saw it when I was younger, but I know that it did the same thing to my parents when we watched it, uh, say, did the same thing to my buddy's grandma, <laughs> but, um, that's one of the movies that, like, it had really insane jump scares, but it also made the hair on your legs just stand up. And that's, yeah, I agree. That's one thing that I love in a scary movie, is if... Yeah. Jump scares are great, uh, sure. but if if it makes me just like ugh, and like so the hairs like, on my legs stick up, yes, yes, that's that's next level for me. That's yeah, that's the stuff where I'm like, that's a like they did it right. You can do a jump yeah. scare so many ways, but if you can make somebody's hairs on their legs stand up, you did it right. Yeah, that's the stuff that lingers. Jump scares, a lot of times, while effective, they don't linger. You know, once right. that part's over, you're like, huh, and then you like, you kind of like move on from it. But the other yeah. stuff that hits you, like, 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 kind of crawling into yourself, and you're like, what? Like, you get really uncomfortable. That's the uh-huh. stuff that you think about after the movie's over. You know? Uh huh. Yeah. And yeah. It's stuff that. So you had a you had a question here. Um, what inspires the things you create? Where do you draw inspiration? Yeah. Um, which is, it's the impossible question to answer. That yeah, I never know how to answer that question because it's yeah. it's, it's just everything inspires inspires you, you know. And it's just the way that your brain works. Some people have a brain that works one way, and others have a brain that works another way. Yeah. But uh, a a mm-hmm. huge thing is science is a good example of when uh, Mel Gibson is going through that cornfield at night, and he has the flashlight and it's nighttime because they hear a noise out there. Yeah. And he, he stands in the middle of the crop circle by himself Mm -hmm. and he, he's like, he's just yelling stuff. Right. 
to like scare people away or what because he what thinks he they're being messed with yeah yeah yeah, yeah. he thinks he's being yeah. messed with but he's scared right but he's yeah he's very cool. uncomfortable <laughs> and so he yells he yells a few things and then he kind of does this like really it's like it's great too because it's it's what spielberg does in a lot of his movies where it's comedic but it's not cheesy uh right where mel mel gibson's standing there and he yells this stuff trying to be tough but he's scared and then he kind of does this like and he like walks <laughs> yeah. back into the into the cornfield right because he doesn't like know what to do yeah, and yeah, it's yeah. kind of funny but you're like oh shit what's happening right now <laughs> and um he runs he he goes through the cornfield and he comes out into this like little aisle between yes. the corn when he yeah mm -hmm. and he drops his oh and he, and he looks around like that Yep. Uh -huh. Here's a noise, and he drops the flashlight, right? And when he turns it back on, there's a leg sticking out of Just it. Just like I'm that little talking bit. About it right now. I know. <laughs> I'm chills talking about it right now. Um, but he turns the flashlight on, that leg steps back into the. That is gold. Like, that's so like phenomenal. Good. Yeah, I and, agree. Um, and the fact that I'm telling you now, like, I've seen it a million times. Uh -huh. Yeah, right? I know. Right? I, I'm reciting the whole scene to you. And I have, I have chills all the way like down. Like we're like you're talking about it for the first time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And yeah. so, like stuff like That's that good. is so inspiring to me to like try. Like it's really hard to, but there are things like that where I'm like, how can I incorporate that? I want that feeling in my drawing. Like, yeah, I don't know how to do it, but I, I want to get That's that. That's what out. you want to like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and so um, the things like that are very inspirational to me. I think that stuff's really cool. Yeah. Um, and then um, I'll tell you a, a few more scary movies real fast. Okay. Um, I love Saw. Yep. Um, I just Big remember I would watch that one all the time, all the time. Saw one and Saw two. I've watched them all the time. Uh, didn't phase me. I I love movies that have a good twist. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. I love so, and they weren't there. There's like a level of gore where I'm like, ah, it's too much. I'm yeah. just not into it. Sure. But Saw Saw didn't push that level for me. Uh, oh, okay. Everybody, everybody was always like Saw is just too gory, and to me, Saw yeah. wasn't. I felt like Saw was like at that mark, but it wasn't over. It didn't go over it. Yeah. No, mm -hmm. I agree. Yeah. I yeah. Agree. Movies like Hostel, I'm just like I'm not into this. I'm not. Hostel into wasn't it. my jam either. Yeah. Um. Yeah. But so like I loved the Saw movies, and I mm -hmm. love um the fourth kind. Have you watched the fourth kind? Yeah. So, oh, so it's, wow. you're hitting, it's so funny. So I do this every other Saturday. I do this episode or um, this podcast only episode. So there's no like video. It's just sound. And it's uh -huh. um, my friend Tasha and I, and we do horror bestie breakdown. And so we, we started doing these because she did her influential horror, which had signs on it. And uh -huh. then, so that kind of turned into, I was like, well, I need another like video for this month. You want to like come on camera and we'll talk about something else. And we talked about, um, we kind of did the horror bestie breakdown thing, but in video format. And we talked about the fourth kind and dark skies because she loves alien movies. Like it's uh -huh. like one of her favorite things. And so, um, but so I like, literally we just talked about fourth kind, I think on like last week's episode or something, but I loved the fourth kind. That's one yeah. of maybe three or four movies that like I lost sleep after seeing, like it was yes. so good. I love that yeah. movie. Yeah. Super yeah. good. Yes, fourth kind. <laughs> That's so cool because every time I'm like fourth kind, people are like, "What? Um, They've never seen it." Yeah, it is. Yeah. It is a weird, and it's weird because it has like me, me, Mila Yova, whatever her name is from Resident uh -huh. Evil, and like, and it was in theaters. But I'm always surprised when people don't know what movie I'm talking about. 
Yeah. And when I saw it in theaters, the theater was packed. You mm-hmm. know? Mm-hmm. Um, um, but yeah. that's another one of those movies that made the hair on my legs stand up. So uncomfortable. Yeah. Um, but it's the only movie I've ever been like, dude, pick your jaw up. <laughs> I've been like halfway through and I'm just like, <laughs> and I'm like, I am making that face for real. And I'm just like, chill, like sit back in that cool, bro. Um, Cause that movie, like the whole time I was just like, yeah, <laughs> it's just so crazy. It was a crazy one. I love that one. Did you find that, like, I had a really hard time remembering it wasn't real. Like, even if I watch it now, I'll go through and I'm like, the doctor's not real, right? Like, I have to remind myself that it's based Um, off of some stuff, but it's not, like, it's crazy. I'm, like, I'm still, like, half convinced it's real. (laughs) Well, in Nome, Nome, Alaska, well, Alaska in general, but Nome, Alaska really, or, like, maybe it's not exactly known, but... There are towns in Alaska that are notorious for missing people like that. So some of that stuff is like, you know, and, and Alaska is kind of known for like, I think, I think they have like some UFO stuff too. But so I, I remember like when I, like after I left the theater and I was like, I'm never sleeping again in my life. Um, if I ever see an owl, I'm going to have to jump off a bridge. Like I can't live <laughs> like this, you know? And uh-huh. um, and like, I remember going to look, of course, when this came out, like, I mean, we still had Google, but it wasn't like it is now where you can literally yeah. find like, but I remember like trying to find information on this doctor just so I could sleep at night knowing it wasn't real. And all I kept finding was shit about UFO sightings in Alaska and missing people. And I'm like, oh my God, it's real. (laughs) Yeah. And they did such a good job casting the, the, the real people. The real. Yes. Um, Because I still, to this day, I'm like, who was that? (laughs) Who was that? Like, there's no way it wasn't real. She acted so, so well. Like she was, yeah, she was real. I freaking know it. <laughs> you know? Like she was freaking real. I know yeah, yeah, it for yeah. a fact. Yeah. Say whatever you want, Google. I freaking know it. Yeah. Can't she, find any info. God, that look on her face, like the one that played the real one, like she yeah. just looked like this shell of a human being who had just been through the ringer. Like, and you're just like, she's lost her daughter. Like you just feel for this woman and she's like in a chair because of the last event that happened. And I'm like, Oh my God, it's so good. I love that movie. That's a good one. That's a really good one. So, yeah. So that one, um, I, I, I know I'm talking way too much. Um, (laughs) um, but you you brought up jump scare and then you like have a good laugh after, mm-hmm. um, and so this isn't this was definitely not a top scary movie. Okay. Um, but The Conjuring two, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, I really liked The Conjuring the first one. Like yeah, that one was phenomenal. Yeah. Um, which is actually like- a really good contender for being on this list because there are a few movies where you have jump scares, but you. And you anticipate them, but they're done not how you anticipate it. Yes. Right? I agree with that. Yes, 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 yes. So I like, agree with that. In, like in the first movie when they're playing hide and seek and she looks in the basement. And they and you do think the something's, flat thing. Yeah. You <laughs> think something's coming from the front, but then the hand's you're right behind her. Side beside her. Yeah. And nope. you're just like, you're like out of your skin, you know, freaking yeah. out. Um, yeah. That, so The Conjuring 1 was insane. Loved it, uh, yeah. But the second one, the second one's the one with the old man, right? Yes, in London. Yes. Yes. Okay. So that's that's the one. Um, and I 
I didn't really care for it. I thought it was really cheesy. Oh. Um, okay. Um, I just, I like, so I thought it was pretty good, but I felt like there were tons of things that I've been seeing. I think it's James, James Wan. James Wan. Um, mm-hmm. Those movies tend to have this kind of a, a thing, but um, like, so like the old, remember that scene where they're trying to open the door? And the, the kids are in the yes, street and they or see the face in the door frame or in the right. in between the gap of the door. Mm-hmm. Right. But so like I feel like that could be really cool, but then it's just an old man that's just like eh. backing and up to, away. And to me that's so corny and dumb. You know? And it like <laughs> yeah. it immediately just like zaps me out of it. The same thing <laughs> with like yeah. the the demon guy like behind the, the chair. The red, the red and black yeah. face. So he was yeah. like so corny to me that I couldn't even get into the movie. I thought he was so No, funny. I like that franchise. That's funny. Yeah. yeah, I, yeah, he, a, lot of yeah. People, a lot of people yeah. really liked him, but I just I just he thought just it was didn't so, hit for it, you. Yeah. Nah, yeah, it's too corny for me when it's just like I don't know. I, I understand it's a very specific style, but uh, yeah, I just can't get I, into yeah, it. I guess that's true. Yeah, well, um, and I think too, it's it's just it's like interesting because like I have so many conversations about horror movies with so many different people from like all walks of life and backgrounds and stuff, and it's so funny because it really is like it's as simple as what works for you doesn't always work for everybody else, and right. I I think that there's this really hard line between. Um, scaring somebody and oversaturating them with what you're scaring them with so it's kind of like in um like i didn't like the annabelle the first annabelle movie because we saw the demon thing too much i was like that's Uh not the scary part it's the doll that makes us uncomfortable like so seeing that demon thing over and over it's like when you're playing like a horror game and you like have to do the same chase scene with a monster like and you die 30 times you're like i don't even give a shit about this game anymore i just want to get yeah. through this one part yes because you're just like oversaturated with it and it has to right. be like a balance so i can see the guy the the thing with the red face being like because they really do kind of show him i think too much for uh-huh. him to remain as scary as he could have been you know yeah um, so i see and I that think- I think a huge thing with it too is you got to find a good concept artist and like be really picky, like get something good. Um, because something I feel like a, it's huge with alien movies. Like it's a huge yeah. problem with alien movies. Oh um, yeah. But, but same with horror or demon movies. Yep. When you show the demon, when you show the alien, it's got to look good or I'm out. Like, yeah, you have to do it. Like it's a make or um, break. Yeah. A quiet place was awesome to me because i thought that character design was so cool i love it the no al- it was super good yeah the alien was so cool um yeah, i agree but there are so many other movies where they show the alien or they show the monster and when and you're, you're just fi- like... like you're so scared the whole time when you finally see it you're like <laughs> boo. <laughs> boo. yeah that's so Thumbs true down. yeah so um, true yeah, but uh, but um, so with Insidious two, where you you said you scream and you have a good laugh after. Yes, yes, I'm sorry. I Go went ahead, and yes. saw that in the theater, and there's this scene where the boy is in his room, and that that truck rolls into his room. The fire truck, yeah. Uh huh. And then they have that teepee at the end of the hallway, mm-hmm. and the kid walks up to the teepee, and then the old man just screams at him. Yeah. Right. So this is. I, I, I can't say spoiler alert now because you if you're watching and you haven't seen it, <laughs> you know. <laughs> um, <laughs> but so I, I figured a pop out was coming and I saw that in the theater and I was sitting I was sitting next to my friends and then on my other side were a bunch of girls that I didn't know. Just, yeah. They were all there together. 
and the whole theater was packed and the kid walks up to that teepee and the old man screams at it right yeah and i screamed from the depths of my soul like 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 it came from here it wasn't a scream (laughs) that just comes from here it came from my soul like down here where you just like like out like and it was so loud and no one else screamed in the whole theater (laughs) just me just like bloody murder like i couldn't contain it it scared me so bad and i remember it scared me so bad and like me screaming and realizing it was me screaming and then the fact that no one else in the theater screamed at all and now everyone is staring at (laughs) looking at you because i screamed like my soul out and like i was like like i was like being electrocuted in my chair right it's like one of those screams and i all of a sudden like couldn't stop laughing so now i'm like i'm ruining everyone's movie because i just screamed (laughs) i just screamed i probably scared everyone more than the movie did and now i can't stop like i'm like belly laughing because it's so ridiculous to me that i'm laughing like i got so scared it's such a dumb thing and i'm now i'm laughing hysterically and the girls next to me aren't scared and they're just staring at me like this guy's crazy and um so so that's an experience with (laughs) the conjuring 2 um going along with screaming and then having a good laugh about it later after the fight uh, yeah, I just was dying. I, like, I couldn't even watch the next 10 minutes of the movie because I couldn't I stop I just can't laughing. get it together. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then I have um, I have two more movies, and then and then we can stop whenever you're ready because we're pushing that two-hour mark right now. Yeah, yeah. Um, um, oh, I can't remember what the other one... Oh, so... Um, oh, what's it called? It's It was really popular. It was the handheld... Um, camera. Blair Witch? Nope. It's oh, newer. Cloverfield? Oh, newer. Nope. Newer than Paranorm- Cloverfield. Paranormal it's not activity. Alien. Paranormal activity. That's it. I, I could picture the cover. I could picture the font. I couldn't picture I couldn't figure out what the I, word was. And my found footage knowledge is extensive. So when you did no. this, I was like, all right, think of the popular ones. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> I know so many. Actually, I've I'm watching like I for some insane reason committed to watching one new found footage movie that I've never seen before every day this entire month. That's a that's a really cool genre. I love, so found footage is my favorite subgenre of horror, like my absolute favorite. And I got a couple of people that agreed to watch some of these movies and then we're going to do a live about it in April and just kind of talk about the subgenre in general. But, um, but yeah, no. So paranormal activity is a good one. I love that one. Yeah. And that's, that's like a, that's a scary movie that I went to multiple times. Yeah. I I was like, I need to see this again. This was, this was done really well. They did a really good job of. (sighs) Yeah, they did. Not advertising them as actors. Or oh my even... gosh! Yeah, they did yeah. such a good job with all that, and and the way that they really built the the tension throughout the whole movie it was it was just done really well. And Perfect. I just remember yeah. uh, the last scene. Spoilers, <laughs> uh, <laughs> where the body flies at the camera. Yes, Mika. So mm-hmm. I remember that scared me to death. And then it the third really time I saw too. it, I saw it with my buddy, and he screamed so hard that he got I, he got charlie horses in both of his calves and he Jeez. got a head rush so he had to sit holding his head because he's like my head is pounding and i have knots in both calves 
because it scared him so it bad. It got him that, that good, uh-huh. yeah. And that was a good movie that had both of, like, the the raising the hair on your legs stuff. And but the also the jump scares. Like, and it's one where you never see what's bothering them. You never right. see it. It's just these, these, these like noises and these flashes of things that it manipulates you into seeing like the shadow on the door is very human, but the steps right. in the powder are very demonic. Like you never uh-huh. know what it is. And that is so crazy effective in that movie. Yeah. yeah. And, and the way they use the soundtrack too, where it's only bass right yes so there's yes. no music it's just like the bass the, just that builds. noise like you can just hear it yeah yeah and you're like oh what's happening what's about to happen yes so yeah. good i love that one yeah um and and the last one that i just wanted to throw in because we gotta have a slasher in there is scream scream i, I had a feeling i you were love say scream. scream the, the I first do too. one yeah um, yeah but it's it's so it's it's genius right it's it's making fun of scary movies but it's a scary movie it's a scary movie yeah and and you know i hadn't watched scream for a long time and um i have a buddy and we've been making some music together just for fun but we just make music and kick it and um i found out he's like a diehard scream fan uh it was so we started talking and he's telling me all these facts that I never knew about, you know, how they found the costume and different generations of masks and like all the, the, the reason that the outfit has a sparkle to That's it. Sheen, and, that sheen to it. Yeah. Uh-huh. And just all these little things and um, scream one, I just feel like was done so well that you can watch it and be like, it all works. You know, you watch Scream 2 or any of the other ones and you're like, well, there's this person, like, there's no way that they would have been calling from here because they would have heard them from over here. And no <laughs> yeah. You know? A little and more like, plot holy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, there's yeah, more yeah. plot holes in the, in the sequels. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and like, and the new one I thought was really fun. Is I liked the, the new one? one. I did. I yeah, went and saw it opening little... night. Did you? Yeah, I'm a big I, Scream uh, fan. I love Scream. It's my favorite. Um, it's probably my favorite slasher, you know, franchise. Yeah. That's the one that I kind of, uh, will say, grew up with. Like, that was the one that uh-huh. I saw the most consistent, you know. So, yeah, I went to see the new one opening night. I was I was a big fan. Cool. Well, I won't keep you. I'll let you uh, get back to your night then. Okay. Sounds great. <laughs> see ya. Um, Thanks. Yeah. Let me know. Um, let me know when you post it or I will. just just message me. Let me know everything so that way I can share them everywhere too so we can get some more people yeah, on here it's... listening and see what's going on. Okay. Yeah, cool. No, I will. I appreciate it. Yeah. Sweet. All right. Have a good night. All right. You too. See ya. <laughs> Thanks. Bye. So yeah, that was my artist conversation with Tyler Lamp. Um, super fun guy. You should go follow him on all of his socials and watch his videos. Um, he is uh, very interactive with people. He does a lot of really cool work. I'm going to have Mike insert some stuff in various places for you to look at. Um, yeah, loved his packaging. Like my experience with him as a consumer has been phenomenal. Here's my pterodactyls one more time. And uh, yeah, that's all I have for this one. So make sure you go follow Tyler's uh, socials and um, engage with him and ask him what's going on. And uh, yeah, hope you guys have a good rest of your week. Enjoy your weekend and I will see you in the next one.